1: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. So I have two authors on here. It's, it's actually perfectly timed, as it were. Uh, a, a new book uh, that has uh, come out, Because... It's just and right the untold backstory of the U.S. recognition of Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and moving the U.S. embassy to Jerusalem. This was all done, of course, by Donald Trump, who won an unprecedented victory in the sense of the margin of victory, unprecedented in Iowa caucuses history. Leonard Grunstein is the founder and former chairman of the Israel Discount Bank. Farley Weiss is chairman of the Israel Heritage Foundation, the book Because It's Just and Right. So, gentlemen, welcome to the show, the Dennis Prager Show, and uh, I assume that you feel sort of vindicated with your book coming out at the very time that Donald Trump seems to be the inevitable nominee. Am I reading you correctly?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: So, okay. <laughs> I must say, sometimes I get very long winded answers from guests <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> they're quite direct. Well, what so? Give an example. Of what we don't know. What does the general public not know that you reveal in your book? Uh, I just want to make one point to my listeners. Uh, you will know the exact number of presidents, gentlemen, and I would like to know it. Uh, but presidents going back decades, all promised in their campaign they will move the U.S. embassy. To the capital of Israel, it's the only embassy we have that is not in the capital of a country. No one did it except Donald Trump. Do you do you offhand remember how many presidents made that promise?
2: Yes, I was uh, I, I was involved with Senator Kyle's office in 1995 with the legislation of like the main Jewish liaison to his office during the whole Jerusalem embassy process, and that was when Bill Clinton was president. It passed ninety-three to five, and over. And he did not sign it into law. He let it become law without his signature because you know a new veto would be overridden. He had promised in his campaign to do it. He didn't do it. George W. Bush promised to do it in his campaign. He didn't do it. Barack Obama didn't do it. And it was only took President Trump to have the courage to to make the decision to move the embassy to Jerusalem.
1: When I spoke to uh, what's uh, Mr. Friedman's first name, the ambassador. David. Yeah, when David I spoke Street. to David Friedman in, in in the embassy in Israel, and our embassy in Israel, <laughs> he he just recounted the warnings to President Trump how the Middle East would blow up, and the world and the UN would blow up if it happened. <laughs> one of you is nodding, yeah. correct? By the way, which one of you is which?
2: I'm Len. This is Farley. Farley.
1: Okay, great. So why are you nodding about the the threats if we moved our embassy?
2: It's uncanny how President Truman's original decision to recognize Israel and Donald Trump's decision to recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel played out almost the same way. The State Department establishment and everyone was saying what are you crazy? Uh, They said this is an awful decision. And uh, they said some of the same things. It's pretty amazing when you look at the uh, Clifford version of what happened uh, and others who have talked about Truman and all of the different versions as to what happened in Donald Trump's office. And the players may have different names, but they said pretty much the same thing. In fact, Tillerson, uh, besides messing up the date, Uh, which caused uh, David Friedman to say, I'm sorry, uh, Rex, you got the date wrong. And he slammed down his briefing book and said, okay, I'm done. And he also got another important fact wrong. Uh, He started to talk about how can we recognize Jerusalem? Isn't it supposed to be an international city? And that idea was uh, discounted even by Truman in his administration. It was gone by the early 50s.
1: hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth call 800-702-5400 i'm here with spokesman john wolf so john tell everyone listening who should call right now
0: Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available
1: in all states. Who who it said sense. it wait, who said it's an international city? Uh,
0: Tillerson. Uh, Rex Tillerson was the
1: Secretary
0: of State at the time.
1: The Secretary it of is. State of the United States said this to, to the president.
2: Yes. It Unbelievable. Is is
1: Unbelievable. I right, hold on, gentlemen. I'm on with the two authors of this brand new book. Um Donald Trump's amazing moving of the U.S. Embassy in Israel to its capital. All these presidents had promised to do it, massive congressional support, and then they didn't do it. Folks, it, this is one of the greatest examples of, of Donald Trump as different from other candidates, as different from, other, from certainly every Democrat. He doesn't care what the world thinks. That is what I want in a president. left it the further left you go, the more they want to be loved. i don 't want my president loved uh, the loved the loved president has seen massive violence on earth called Joe Biden not loved by me but loved by many. Back to my authors. Leonard Grunstein is the founder and former chairman of the Israel Discount Bank, Farley Weiss, chairman of the Israel Heritage Foundation. Uh, when, I, when I said hello to them prior to coming on the air, they were both in such good moods. and I, Then I knew why. They live in Florida. <laughs> how, long, how long do the two of you live in Florida?
2: I've been here over 10 years. Right. And Um, um, I've been here four years and we met uh, at a prayer service on the block in front of Farley's house around the corner from where I live during COVID. And we got to talking and I learned about uh, a lot of uh, Farley's uh, history, including that he hailed from Arizona and that he worked personally, uh, with Senator John Kyle when he was elected to the Senate, and he made designating uh, Israel, recognizing uh, Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and moving the embassy there, his focus. He wanted a law, not a lot of talk and resolutions, and he managed to pass such a law with the help of Dole and a whole bunch of other people uh, with Recognized today because of all that has intervened. It took 22 years for President Trump to come on the scene and recognize Jerusalem and then move the embassy there. And when uh, Farley came by and brought all the papers from those signs, faxes, copies of all sorts of things, and I poured through the papers, I saw something very interesting. Uh, Senator Kyle was asked, Why is this so important to you? Why is this your priority for the first year in the Senate? And thinking about it, imagine Senator John Kyle is not Jewish. He's a Presbyterian. Uh, He didn't have a big Jewish constituency in Arizona, but it was that important to him. And his answer to the reporters and in his writings was because it's just and right. And hence the. Oh, that's
1: fascinating. That's right. I believe that.
2: And so we talked about it, and we said, you know what? If he said it, we're going to show why. So we went back to the beginning of history to show why it's just and right. And in our research, I mean, we thought we knew a lot, but it didn't compare to what we learned as we researched the topic. Uh, And it was fascinating because we learned, for example— about how after World War I, all of the winning sides met for the first, the Paris Peace Conference in 1919, uh, and met with all sorts of representatives to create some of the nations out of the empires that existed before that we casually think of as being there all this time, but they were really created after World War One, like Hungary... Uh, like Poland was recreated, Czechoslovakia. And in 1920, they turned to the Middle East in the former Ottoman Empire. And they met uh, then uh, in San Remo, Italy, and they heard from all the parties in interest as to their claims. And so they met, for example, with the Syrian delegation, uh, with Sheryl Hussein's delegation from Saudi Arabia, what became Saudi Arabia, and with Jewish delegations. And they created uh, what they called Mesopotamia, today Iraq, Syria, and what would be Israel. And they used very important language. They didn't talk about a new thing. They talked about reconstituting the Jewish commonwealth Mm. in what was then called Palestine, uh, but Israel, and uh, how, and this is such an important statement that they made, that any Jew from anywhere in the world who came and resided in the land between, by the way, they defined it as the Jordan River and the Mediterranean Sea, would be entitled to nationality, nationality and citizenship in Israel, or Palestine as it was called then. Uh, and the United States was there at the time, and was among the victors. Of course, Japan, Britain, France, and they decided in favor of the Jewish claim. And so they passed the San Remo resolution. That was in 1920. In 1922, the League of Nations unanimously reaffirmed it. However, the United States didn't join the League of Nations. And so in 1924. The Anglo-American Treaty was signed that incorporated all the provisions of the original San Remo resolution that was then adopted uh, unanimously by the legalations, and it was approved by the Senate, and so it became the law of the land. So when you think about Jerusalem and the Jerusalem embassy law, if you trace it back to 1924, because Jerusalem is clearly within that territory. Uh, the answer is it's been American law for a long time.
1: That's a it's that's a, a, that's that is Jewish a really way. thank you. It's a very important history, gentlemen. You wrote an important book. I, I uh, hope to see you in Florida. It would be it would be a joy okay. for me. Thank you for writing the book. Thank, thank you. you. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review.